In the beginning, well, I did know. Welcome to the Only Music Podcast. My name is Stefan. I'm here with Louise. And this is the end of the year review, end of the right? Year. Absolutely. We are going to list our albums of the year. All the best of. All yeah. the best of. And I think we come to change our minds on a few of these albums. You know, in, by, by the what beginning... What do you mean, of, like next I'm, year? I mean, like, in the beginning of the year, you're kind of critical. You're a bit like, nah, we're going to hear a lot better this year. And then, by the end of the year, when you start reviewing all the shit, you're kind of like, well, actually, no, this was the best. Yeah, yeah, I know. You know? Which is kind of, of sad. Yes, yeah. kind of sad. Yeah, high but expectations, you know? I've said this a million times before. 2015 has been yeah. a great year in music. I don't necessarily know if it, if it has been an album year in music. All right, you, know what you I mean, mean single years. Yeah, a lot yeah. of good tracks. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of good like albums, which being like four out of five albums, mm-hmm. not necessarily like these standout albums. Yeah. Well, yeah, apart from some, we'll mm-hmm. get there. Um, so I got a few lists here in front of me. Let's see here. Noisy. Noisy. Let's see yeah. here. It's number one, Sophie and Stevens, of course. Number two, Earl Sweatshirt, which is a very noisy thing to list. Uh, let's see here what Enemy wrote. Enemy has Ryan Adams' album, 1989, the Taylor Swift album, at oh. number 50. Oh. Oh. Which is really weird. Oh, I, don't I saw any, that. On I don't a, think anyone really appreciated that album. I, I think I saw that on a few other lists as well. Seriously? But yeah, I did actually. It's a bit more politically correct, I guess. Yeah, uh, I, I they had Grimes at number one. Also, no surprise. Number two, Kendrick Lamar. Of course, I think Kendrick Lamar has obviously dominated the uh, album of the year list. Absolutely. Rolling Stone, yeah. number yeah. one. Uh, Time magazine. Number guess. Th- whoa. No, number no. three. They had Lamar at number three. Sufjan Guess... Stevens. No, you're gonna love this. Miguel. Miguel, get yeah. out of here! Said it's, wow. it's a great album. I've been I don't have. Proven wrong once I don't have... again. Yeah, I don't have it on my <laughs> top ten, but uh, it's a great album. Um, we got uh, the members of Has It Leaked uh, or the visitors could vote for the album. They actually nominated about 800 albums. I boiled it down to 60. And then we got the results today. Let me read you the list. Uh, Number 10, Lana Del Rey. Number nine, Father John Misty. Number eight, Foles. Number seven, Florence and the Machine. Number six, The Weeknd. Number five, Grimes. Number four, Jamie XX. Number three, Sufjan Stevens. Number Mm. two, Tame Impala. And number one, of course, Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar. Lamar, yes. Uh, yeah. Any surprises? No, I. You know, I. Th- I can. I kind of can't say that I haven't had a few of those in my own list. Um, I'm just more surprised that Kendrick Kendrick Lamar was that appreciated. You know that it was that big. You know, I love. I like the album, but it's actually not on my list. And oh, it you isn't. Know, no, it isn't on my list. It really isn't. I liked it, but. There were far more other albums that I was listening more to than yes. the Kendrick Lamar album, you know, this year. So I have to kind of, I have to, in my personal review of albums, you know, I, I have to go on what I listen to, a full album. It's rare that you I, do that. To you be know? honest, I think there's a lot of like white guy journalist, rock journalists who are putting Lamar on their top 10 just to, to you know, 
state the fact that it was culturally very important. But as a music album itself, I don't know if uh, people actually like that listens to the album. You know what I mean? That's what I'm thinking. It's easy to put it on the list, but if I go into it's a great album. I'm not saying that, but it's not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If I go into you, you know, like the personal list of these geese, putting it number one on the list. Are you actually listening to the album? In the end of the day, it can be well made, well tasked. You know, it's a good task, so to speak. You performed a great album. Who's listening to the full album? Yes, you know exactly. That's yes. what I want to know. But I mean, I'm not saying that it's got great streams, great results, no doubts. I just want to know who's listening to the full album. You know, that's it. Um. So without further ado, let's move on to our list. Yeah, brilliant. So you want to start going out with uh, your? Shall we do one each? One yeah, number one each, ten. Right. Yeah. Um. I can start. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got. At number 10, I've got um, actually a compilation. Oh, I should I should say state the rules maybe, right? Right. So we, I think we did our list on our own without mm-hmm. any rules. But I've set some guidelines for myself. Mm-hmm. And those were basically no guidelines. <laughs> so I've allowed myself to include EPs. I've uh, allowed myself to include compilations as long as they've been you know, released in 2015 Mm -hmm. and uh, compiled in 2015, Mm -hmm. I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to start off with uh, a recent discovery, or I discovered this, these two duos, this duo Mm -hmm. of Nils Fromm and the Icelandic guy called Olafur Arnaldsson, something like that. Um, They have released a series of EPs and they compiled all of these into one collection this year. So the EPs are called Loon, uh, Life Story, Life and Glory, and Stare. And I think I picked this one because I think it's been the best showcase of drone music, Mm -hmm. drone, ambient Mm -hmm. music, uh, electronic, Mm -hmm. mixing electronic music and analog pianos is very difficult. And I think they pull it off. Uh, so uh, I want to start with that. Mm. Very difficult to showcase in a podcast to just, you know, again, mm. take a cut of it. But mm-hmm. it sounds something like this. Yes. You know, a kind of universe of his own. And, uh, you know, I just I just adore this music. So I put I'm, this I'm on repeat on uh, when I was flying and I just bet. pop a pop, uh, sleeping pill yeah. and put this on. And it was just a you know, good you idea. Never, you never f- really, f- I don't never fall, fall asleep like yeah, all the, the way. On the flight. Yeah. 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 Don't get that deep sleep. No, I don't. But it's great to have um, these guys with me. I bet. You're I number bet. 10. My number 10, I had to, I had the kind of some feel that I wanted to include a Swedish album, which was kind of a hard task at first, I thought. I mean, obviously there were some great Swedish albums, no doubt, but I really wanted something that I thought had, uh, 
you know, really had a good mix and blend. And I thought, I love Amazon, which is like a Swedish super group, so to speak, with members from like uh, one of the members of Mike Snow, uh, Pontus Winberg, uh, Amanda Bergman, the amazing singer that has been so underexposed. It's incredible. She's just one of the best singers I've heard in a long time. And uh, I think it's the... Um, it's it's a kind of the guitarist from Dungen or something. And I, I mean, it's like really a super group, basically. Mm-hmm. And they released an album called Sky City this year. And it's like kind of hyper intelligent pop music, both stylistically diverse and still has kind of a beating that's so identifiably Amazon to a certain extent with their music. And um, it's been here in Sweden, it's been incredible kind of uh, like it's on every end of the year list, etc. over here, various Grammy awards, etc. cetera. Uh, internationally, it hasn't got that much um, kind press. of uh, no. press, no. you know, which kind of amazed me because it really, uh, it really has, uh, it reminds me a little bit of Schools of Seven Bells and a bit of phoenix Mm -hmm. it's got elements of everyone and i think they've done it so well this album is amazing and i picked a track which is probably the most commercial track of the album but i do love this album it's called kelly let's go I don't it's... know. I played it for a couple of friends of mine abroad, mm-hmm. like musicians and stuff, and they all went, "Whoa, this is like the best we've had in a long time." So I, I do believe it's actually this for me has a much further. It's just that the distributor isn't working it. I think that's the problem. They need to get great licenses in place for this album, and they can go far with it. That's what I think. Number nine, yeah. I've got uh, continuing on from the other guy who worked with Nils Fromm, mm-hmm. uh, Olafur Arnolds, has a second group, uh, which is called Chiasmos. Chiasmos, I think that's, Chiasmos. yeah, it's, they are on uh, Erase Tapes. Uh-huh. They released their uh-huh. uh, debut album mm-hmm. last year, mm-hmm. and I discovered them this year, mm-hmm. and they luckily they released an EP, so okay. I'm allowed to include them here as oh, well. Oh, great. You know. Excellent. Uh, so I think this is great. I have, it's, again, it's very difficult to meld the very electronica mm. type of feeling with piano. Yeah. I think uh, some groups like artists, 
Sigurus did it in the 90s.、Mm-hmm. I don't know if it has aged that well,、um, but there's a lot of people. I think it has. I actually do think it has. Don't you think?、Uh, parts of it, I believe. But melding the electronic, especially like drums,、uh, especially beats with piano, sounds very、mm-hmm. often doesn't meld together, right? I think, it, I think there is much. I think it's a whole,、uh, having a lot of conversations about this with 1631, the label, etc. I think there is a whole new, like, check out library tapes on mute that's just releasing now, etc. You know, it's, it's a whole new, interesting、uh, genre of music coming out. I think you're spot on it right now. Well, maybe it is,、yeah. but it hasn't been successful in the past.、Yet. That's my, that's、yeah. my feeling.、Anyway. I think you'll have it successful in another way. I don't think it's going to be one of those kioskveltare, as we call it in Swedish. It's not going to be like rolling over number one gold record, you know, but I do think it's、no, going to have、course. a long life and they're going to be there and they're not going away and it's going to collect audience over the years. Yes,、uh, and this isn't, this isn't at all difficult music.、Uh, this isn't alternative. At least to me.、Um, but this is a track from the EP called Drawn. To number、nice. eight.、Nice. Yep, so number eight. I have.、Um, no, I need to play my number nine before、oh, I go、I'm、to、sorry. my number、I'm、eight. Sorry, <laughs> sorry about that.、Um, I have put, without any big surprises for anyone, I think, I put Bjork. Okay. It's a beautiful album. It's just. Is it? It is a beautiful album. It's not an easy listening album, but that's okay. You know, she doesn't do easy listening album, but it's, you know, she's got some amazing string arrangements on Lion Song. That's the track I want to play from this album. And I think, you know, it's Arca's production, which is like, you know, you know what I feel about him, and I think you feel the same. He is a genius, you know, extremely fractured, difficult beats in the album、mm-hmm. uh, all the way through. Um, and o- o- often, you know, in uncommon, it's kind of the s- time signatures in the album h a s an uncommon pattern,、uh-huh. which I kind of I think it's good to start opening up people's, you know, you got to break people's patterns of general pop sounds once in a while. I love pop, you know me, but I really, this album I do appreciate a lot. I, I- have it on background sometimes, cooking, you know,、mm-hmm. doing things, and I. 
it really goes into my body that album you know i think uh, the first time i heard the album it mm. starts so majestic like the mm. cinematic track which that. is so yeah. beautiful yeah. but then it goes for me at least it mm. goes into like the t- like the template that mm-hmm. is Björk which is well it is Björk you know it is Björk <laughs> but i i feel like i miss that i wish uh. she just made a more cinematic uh. album a cohesive piece yeah which more which was more you know like the first track and move onwards you yeah know? i see what you mean I, i think she's fucking with our minds and with arca as well she's really they're really playing it off against each other i think mm-hmm. they're really fucking with you and with this album and i like that here we go lion yeah. song yeah Maybe he will call and Okay, so my yeah. next uh, pick, number, I'm down to number seven, right? Mm, no, No, eight. number eight. Okay, so this is surprising. Uh, this, I almost completely forgot about. This was back in January. Singer from Supergrass. Remember Supergrass? Yeah, absolutely. Right? He released well. uh, Gas Coombs. He released a solo album. I think it's his second or third mm. or something like mm. that. And it was, yeah went totally under my mm. radar mm. one of the singles popped up on one of my friends uh, spotify list mm. and i thought this is wow this is such a uplifting track and i love i played the track on repeat mm. loved the track started to listen to the album was mm. surprised how good it was mm. i mean i'm so used to like noel gallagher isn't on my list I'm not a big fan of Damon Albarn, mm. not at all. I mean, all of those Britpop bands from mm. the 90s, all of them have done solo careers, Coolest Shaker, all of them, right? Mm. Never too interesting, right? This is really good. This is a simple album. It's beautiful, beautifully produced, mm. sort of experimental, not too much, mm. but as far as a very good indie album of the year, and mm. I think an album which has really gone under the radar, uh, especially in the US. So this track is called Detroit.
Good. Very good. I was actually surprised. But I do right? think maybe yes. maybe it's his voice. Maybe it's just a super grass voice. I don't know. Something just I have sure, some so sort have... of you know, oh going back to the kind of late I don't know mid 2000 that's mm -hmm. where memory kind of mm -hmm. flashes me back to with that song you know although it's not a super grass song per se you know but i like it i liked it what do you got next for us uh, we have uh, i have to bring this in because you know it's bella union who i love simon raymond who signed father john misty an album that i just think he's sometimes a genius you know like he releases always one album a year that you can go you know, the year before it was like a John Grant album. Mm -hmm. Now comes Father John Misty. You know, you always know there will be coming something that is just so, so important. And for me, this is a masterclass of a singer-songwriter, Father John Misty. It's so good. It's kind of um, beautiful, kind of beautiful overlaid, you know, kind of uh, lyrics on top of each other, which are beautiful. Yeah. And it's well written, and it's poetic, and it's it's a little bit of Lena Cohen, a little bit of humor of Randy Newman. You know, it's all mixed up. I I love it. I think so, it's yeah universal. Love this this record, right? It's on a lot of people's list. I bet. Yeah. I bet. I bet because it, it is genuine, and also the guy is so kind of. You just want to watch him. He's so beautiful. <laughs> you know, it's like wow. This is the way a singer songwriter should be. <laughs> Let's play uh, the title track. Great. I love you, Honeybird. Yeah. anything bad about yeah. it right it's got a beautiful voice yeah. i don't mind folk i don't mind mm. country i don't mind indie whatever but mm. just doesn't click with me mm -hmm. i don't know what it is yeah i think in a couple of years i'll yeah. go back to this album and yeah do give it a good, do give it a try yes. maybe when you're traveling to the u.s next time <laughs> now we're going heading somewhere else somewhere com completely else and i know that nostalgia has a very big part of this but i got to include uh the return of faith no more uh oh. on my album list um I love Mike Patton. I think he's great and yeah. I think he's crazy in mm -hmm. a good way. Also mm -hmm. worked with Björk on yeah. her previous yeah. 
two second album or something like that. Yeah, the one before. Right? He did yeah. all uh, the mm -hmm. the beats with his mm -hmm. uh, with his vocals for mm -hmm. that album. Yeah. But he's back with a bit more commercial approach again with Faith No More. Uh, they are a bit more radio friendly. They mm -hmm. aren't really metal. They are too soft for that, I mm -hmm. believe. But I like Faith No More and Mike's uh, vicious, like evil voice. Mm -hmm. And I love the album because it's one of the few comebacks which are not that bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, no, like, it's fair. It's a fair verve, comment. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. No, we di didn't need that album. No, I hope didn't. next year that Stone Roses doesn't actually make a third album. Yeah. I hope it. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope they don't because the, the like the, the good comeback albums, mm -hmm. reunion albums are mm -hmm. never that good. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think this was a big surprise for me. The production is kind of flat. Um, not every track is great, mm -hmm. um, but I think I yeah this this works for me. This track is called Black Friday. <laughs> because I took a sneak peek at your uh, list yeah. and I just discovered that we don't have any hip-hop hip artists. Yeah. We should yeah. feel ashamed. I mean, yeah, no, I don't feel ashamed. I, I can't... I thought I you were... To, I, I was No, but I am you a hip-hop. I do love hip-hop, but I got to... You know, this list I made, what am I listening? What have I been listening to mm -hmm. this year in terms of albums and enjoy them? And I'm sorry, but... To Pimp a Butterfly wasn't on that list. I listened to a few tracks that I really enjoyed. Yes. And those I really do enjoy, I but think, it doesn't yeah, go on my I album list for that. You remember know? getting that album, reading all the reviews, yeah. reading all the yeah. social commentary, yeah, yeah. Um, things happening surrounding mm -hmm. the album, and mm -hmm. especially what was going on in the States yeah. at the time. Absolutely. And he became a very like prolific spokesperson for the black community. Absolutely, right? which is Still, great. Still, you know? the album doesn't click with me. Or it's not bad, but it's... No, but, uh, you know, I was the one arguing for the album, and then I did, because when yes. I reviewed it, I was like, oh, shit, this is a well-tossed album. Mm -hmm. But in the end of the day... Does it? I mean, we can sit here and have different. We can make another list just on well-tasked album. Then my album list would look different because mm -hmm. probably I wouldn't listen to it as much. I don't really care what other people say. This is what I'm listening to. That's, I always, you know? when I listen to the album, I listen yeah. to back to I, the yeah. first single, and yeah. uh, King Kunta. What yeah, was it King Kunta. Yeah, yeah, which I love. Yeah, and then I just Great. Mm, I agree. get back to skip to to right. those tracks, back to those tracks yeah. every time I listen to yeah, the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
So that I, doesn't make it to the album list for me. One of the one hip hop album which mm-hmm. nearly made my list mm-hmm. is uh, Vince Staples. I don't know if you're familiar. Mm-hmm. Which isn't it's a big big artist in the states and the okay. album has really been on almost every mm-hmm. list as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem with the album is that it's a double album. Okay. Yeah. Which to me is uh, there's a few tracks or maybe like seven eight tracks. Yeah great stuff like yeah. stellar stuff mm. don't really know why it's this double album uh, for mm. me and then actually i know we we discussed this before uh, recording but mm. i love really love ace of rocky the ace of rocky I album yeah. i love that album but the lyrics are fucking terrible like really really terrible he's yeah. so dumb yeah. i feel that yeah. he's surrounded by the best and in most yeah. interesting producers yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and every still. time like i would love an <laughs> instrumental version of that album it's yeah. so clever yeah the lyrics are so dumb like oh, what can i say difficult yeah and then to be fair then it shouldn't i mean with a rap album a hip-hop album lyrically it's got to be genius i'm sorry and and to be certain to be to be um, fair to Kendrick yeah. Lamar he did good he did do a good job lyrically with this album I yes think, you know yeah um but in the end of the day you know hey maybe if we had a third person here they would go oh fuck I haven't been stopped listening to that album I think a lot of people would say that so and you know hands up you know yeah. we can only represent what we're listening to yes and for that yes down to number seven for me mm-hmm. is it's actually I was debating where to put this album because I mm-hmm. kind of went shit it's such a solid album and fools what went down yes it's a you know, weirdly enough, it's doing well. It's really got a lot of attention in the UK, US, and Scandinavia. They're done fuck all, to be honest. There is no action. There is nothing. There was no radio support. Nothing. Even if you compare it to the, like the previous albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're literally done. But this is a thicker album. We knew. I mean, I think listening back to the previous albums, I think this has much more meat on it. You know, yes. this is a much thicker, thicker album. Yes. You know, they they basically. Uh, it's 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 really solid and it's funky and it's like like give it all and birch tree and all those tracks. I love the vibe in it, you know. I I have it at number six, so yeah. uh, I can easily. I love this album as well. Yeah. I think it's. I think the, the people were kind of let down because the first single. Uh, let's see, I wrote it down. What went down? Yeah, which is very, very bombastic, very <laughs> rocky, it. and very yeah. like heavy. Yeah, and the rest of the album didn't wasn't that heavy. It's more commercial. It's more radio friendly singles, right? Well, yeah, but I mean, all together, I never felt the dip on the album. As I walked, I, I remember walking to work one day and put it in my head. I sent it to a friend of mine, and he said, "Oh, I just walked with it the other day. How solid!" And I thought, yes. "I got to do the same," and I put it in my headphones and. You know, I keep thinking, fuck, man, this is so solid. There is not really one bad track on the album. I, it's I, really good. I agree, good. I agree. But I think that a lot of people, anyway, were, yeah. were like kind of disappointed or yeah, were uh, anticipating well, some... I, I, because they've changed style over their records. Uh, well, like yeah, the first but, one, one was more electronica-based, the second yeah, one Yeah, but they still got the electronica feel thing. I think they just, um, you know... I, you know, I just think they kind of uh, considered, you know, the, the, it's this album is just more all together. They found a proper solid line to go through and mm-hmm. work through it, you know. 
And uh, I, I was really, I mean, as I said, it's done really well abroad. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not finding an excuse for this because this album has really hit, basically, this year. And uh, they're doing extremely well. And I think, uh, for me, the first single was... I mean, it's I can't I I cannot stop listening to this track either. Mountain at my gates, I thought was brilliant. That's Mountain the one at I've... my gates, second single. What's the the second? Yes. Sorry, my mistake. So the I first thought there was one. A, which one? What, what the went first down? One, one, yes. Yeah. What which went is down? The more heavier yeah. One, yeah. That's right. Which and is second the single was introduction the on the album as well. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And Mountain at my yeah. gates is very, I would say, radio yeah. friendly. It's extremely radio friendly. I'm I'm more surprised they didn't get it on every radio station. Well, uh, but anyway, I stopped raving about it. I love this album. Mountain at my gates, yeah. false. And then the lift at the end, nice, oh. beautiful. Uh, since I got it at not my, my number uh, six, let's yeah. move on and skip yeah. places. Uh, okay. Would you mind revealing your number yeah. six? Yeah, okay, let's get to... Uh, I had to add various artists, kind of somewhat. Slide, uh, quite soon after Frankie Knuckles, the absolute master, house master of all times, died. Uh, uh, here they released a uh, compilation album House Masters is called I think it was Defected released it okay and uh, I'm, uh, my love for this kind of music is so deep it's unbelievable I just love it and I know people made fun of me throughout the years for me liking this mm-hmm. and they will keep making fun of me but the minute I hear a Frankie Knuckles tune, I go mental. I added for this um, this session, I added a, a, a good old classic, Your Love, it's called. But it's just, it doesn't get any better than this, you know? Yeah, the, it doesn't get any more Louise than this. <laughs>
Okay. Uh, uh, well, I do, I do, it's a 12-inch classic if you ever find it, but now it's baked into the Frankie Knuckles compilation with all the best of I, Frankie Knuckles. I basically. bet next year you're going to somehow squeeze in Frankie Knuckles again. <laughs> somehow. Like a B-side compilation <laughs> oh, again. I will. I will. Yes. Uh, I think my, my number five. Yeah. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Yes. Now my number five is a compilation album as well. Mm. Uh, Look at that. And I feel that you're gonna love this as well. Wow. Uh, what is it? This is actually the soundtrack to True Detective. Ah. Okay. So this year Fair they enough. finally released uh, mm. season two on. Um, Vinyl, yeah, and but didn't they release a single every week and then they re- did they on SoundCloud okay. on SoundCloud? Oh, okay. Yes, okay. Lara Lynn, yeah. uh, the thing the sound, they played, yeah. the girl who in the bar we've mm-hmm. previously talked about mm-hmm. her, she's great, mm-hmm. and they released her uh, music track per track, okay. Um, but they never released season one on uh, soundtrack, Maybe. which is weird yeah. because everyone loved the intro yeah. track. Yeah. So, this release is I picked up the vinyl, it's uh, like a record store. There's another record store day. There's like two record store days. Oh, it's the 16th of April. Yeah, but there's another one as well. Okay, we have to have that chat later on. Absolutely. Okay, or That's I'm confusing weird. it. Yeah, I think okay. you're confusing that. Never Absolutely. mind. I picked up this vinyl. Mm? It's the best of season one with season two. Ah. So you get, even if you didn't like season two, you know, mm. as a mm. story uh, or the characters. <laughs> you can get music. <laughs> the music is yeah. Amazing. Okay. Lara Lynn, she's both beautiful and amazing. And the first season has that classic, you know, intro track, mm. which you get as like a bonus. Beautiful. Oh, you got your um, uh, Father John Misty is actually on the soundtrack oh, as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Ah, brilliant. This is uh, Cassandra Wilson. Uh, this track is called Sign Oh, you got of the Cassandra judgment. Wilson on the completion. I, I'm wow. telling you, you're going to wow. love this track. Okay. Come out, sinner. Sinner, come out to corner. Sinner, come out to corner. Run to the road. Lara Lynn, uh, let's see, a dusty, preachy, beautiful to look at, great to listen to. Somehow more, more I wrote that down, beautiful which is to weird, look at weird. Was yeah. first before good to listen to. Beautiful to look at, guys. Yeah, Just exactly. Google her so, on images. That's fine. Be- <laughs> <laughs> but I want. I still want to also like a nerd comment, but. The um, soundtrack on Spotify is missing a lot of tracks mm-hmm. and for some reason doesn't have the clearance for season one. So the vinyl... So buy the vinyl, guys. So buy the vinyl. Buy the vinyl. Yes. <gasps> and where did we get that? Booncat? Oh, we bought it in San Francisco, oh. actually. Oh, dear. Okay. A record store which also had a um, cannabis dispensary. Oh. Uh, so it Sounds was a per- like my- <laughs> perfect uh, combination. <laughs> right. Um... Let's um, go with your number, number five. five yes. is, um, 
Predictable, of course. I guess it has to come on. This oh, album. Oh, yeah, it is very predictable. It is. It's Tame Impala. It's coming mm. on. Listen, I was first like thinking, no, I'm not going to include it. And then I went, you know what? The tracks, there were a couple of tracks on the album that I really liked. And I kept liking them and I kept listening to them, you know? Yeah. And to be fair, it it was a kind of... Um, a lot of people were disappointed, let down. I know, but I, I do think, you know, the guys are good at writing catchy, simple guitar riffs. And they also show that, you know, they got a great bass player in the band who I love. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think it's... Uh, I I think, you know, there's not that many guitars in this production, you know, which I kind of, I hate to say it, but I kind of enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed the fact that the guitars wasn't up your face. Like, you know, it's nothing like Elephant, basically, what we previously heard, or the first album, which I love the first album, by the way, you know. Everyone loves the first album and the second album. Absolutely. Well, first album, yes. Second was too loudly mastered for my taste. But nevertheless... um, um, who's, I th- the, I think, who's the nerd now? Yeah, well, well, yeah, okay, sometimes. <laughs> but but I do, you know, I, I had a long conversation about this album this weekend with friends and I kind of went, you're right, it is a good album. It has to come on and it came quite high for me. Currents is a good album, many structural changes from previous album, but in a good way as well. It's easy to digest. This is good pop music for me, very th- good pop music. I think a lot of people when talking to I'm not a big Tame Impala fan and I mm. never like followed them mm-hmm. uh, but I know that people I think that people aren't there's a lot of people who don't necessarily add this to their top mm-hmm. 10 but I think mm-hmm. they're going to go back to this album and be like yeah it wasn't that bad yeah I'm Just pretty that sure I ha- had very high expectations yeah maybe. I think everyone had you know we all raved to elephants day and night you know what I mean we could hear it on every club everywhere and then you kind of get an album which as I said guitars aren't there it's nothing like the previous it's they're gonna complete and I think what do you say this expression doom if you doomed if you do yeah, doomed if you if don't not, uh, yeah. I don't know I think they were in one of those positions and I think they overcame that quite nicely they kind of went in with a good pop album and slightly less in your face and hey, they managed through it, you know? All right, let's play a clip of the track you probably have heard. It's called Let It Happen. years and then again we're gonna come back to it and yeah. never mind uh yeah. okay my number mm-hmm. four mm-hmm. is uh act a uk act i've been talking about a lot in the on this podcast mm. it's wolf alice yeah. yes i saw that on a few lists um yeah. it is like the 
old geezer uh, journalist's mm -hmm. wet dream. It's mm -hmm. the 90s grunge band coming back in yeah. like a new form. But I think that, yes, it like they are very much uh, homage to uh, the, the 90s grunge mm -hmm. era, but mm -hmm. without relying on it. And I feel that it's very varied. It's backed by fantastic songwriting. You can't just... Uh, put that on a back burner i i just i feel that is yes it stems back somewhat but it's injected with youth again mm. like when you listen to like a new smashing pumpkins album yeah, it's yeah, yeah. tiresome yeah it's billy corgan yes but it's ugh, it never mm. gets it's a bit old you know mm. i think this is perfect i feel that they've wrote like their version of 1979, mm -hmm. uh, which is called Bros. I'm not going to play mm -hmm. that again, but I love this album. It took me a while uh, to appreciate it, but, and I think, I mean, the the, the lead singer, Ellie, she's like, the, she's so badass. Uh, just mm -hmm. had to add it. No, uh, no this, I, I know you've been talking about it all the way through, so it's fair. This track is called Giant Peach. I know you love this. It's fair, absolutely. It's number four. Uh, number uh, number four. I'm gonna go into. Um, this is my nerdy craft. No, it's not nerdy craft. But I love uh, Hudson Mohawk. I um, I listened to the album, mm -hmm. and um, I listened to it again, mm -hmm. and it was one track that kept sticking, you know, which I just adored. And then the rest of the album, I was like, oh, can't, mm, interesting, but where am I heading with this? Um, not really. And then I went to see him live. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, you know what? I fucking love this album. Uh, Listen to the album again. And I was like, yeah. So that's been another album on repeat. Um, but of course, the track is the most genius track of this year, Riders. I... I can't stop listening. This is a he's a Hudson Mohawk for the people who doesn't know him. Signed to Warp. Um, uh, over the last three years, the, he's a Glaswegian producer from basically Scottish producer. Um, he he's kind of made a big kind of entrance in the scene uh, because of his kind of electronic textures that he's playing with. You know? And working obviously with Kanye. Absolutely, and working with Kanye. I was just heading there. And, um, but, uh, you know, so he kind of entered the hip hop electronic scene, you know. Um, but I think with his kind of album, Lantern, it's, he kind of showcases his versatility in a way, you mm -hmm. know, his mm -hmm. wideness. And um, 
I think I'm quite happy he didn't get swept up in the whole Kanye thing a little bit because I think this guy is, he's showed pieces of these album in the album is showing how extremely good this producer is, you know? I think he's genius. I really it is do. super loud. Yeah, it's loud. It's and riders, super, super loud. But it's beautiful the way he's sampling mm-hmm. and then he keeps it really rough and scruffy, vinyl-like, and then he just, boom, comes in and you just, oh, my skin just crawls on riders. It's so good. This is what I want to hear on the club. I think that, I mean, you're saying that you love the track mm-hmm. and you didn't feel initially that yeah, the album the held album. up. Yeah. I th- Feel definitely feel that a track can be so good that it you lifts may, up the yeah, whole album. Yeah, no, it's true. It's very true. But I do kept thinking about like the guy is versatile. That's uh-huh. the only thing I can say when I listen to the whole album. You know, I think he's, he's a bit crazy. He's I think cr- I love that. I love that. He's a that. bit bonkers. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Here we go, writers. <laughs> You gotta get this. <laughs> um, okay, I'm moving on to something much more down tempo. Yeah, I'm moving on to my number three, an album I've talked about before on mm-hmm. the podcast, uh, Michael yeah. Price and the album Entanglement. Remember modern classical music? I played mm-hmm. some of it. I said that it felt like falling into a rabbit hole. The album was like a big cohesive adventure. Mm -hmm. I was out running a night listening to the album. Mm -hmm. I was swept away. Mm -hmm. It was such an amazing experience. Just that one listen. And it's very much an album. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's why I wanted to add it on here. Because it's definitely an album. It's not a track per track per se. Um, I don't know. I feel that... It was such a, it's so strange because you often remember music and and moments because of the moments themselves, Mm -hmm. like uh, you fall in love or you, something tragic or, you know, you got struck by something in the moment. But this one is just on the album on its own, just me out running late at night. Mm -hmm. Um... I'm going to play one of the tracks. I think I'm going to play the um, title track. Um, very difficult. But I, I, again, 
pick it up. It's on mm-hmm. Spotify. Try it out. Okay. See what you think. Yeah. And um, no, I know you've been going on about this, and it actually last time you played it, I listened to it as well. It's it's great stuff. It's great stuff, mm-hmm. and I I feel that I. You know, you don't want to play classical music and be like, yes, I've added classical music to my list, you know, mm-hmm. just because. Well, uh, yeah. But it is, again, it's just beautiful. And yeah. um, here we go. Entanglement. This is a long story, I feel, because I want to talk my head off about this album. It is a reissue. It's out on vinyls. You can find it at a vinyl factory. That's how I uh, first heard about this track, basically. This is an album called uh, Love is a Hurting Thing by a 70s uh, funk soul psychedelics rock singer called uh, Gloria Ann Taylor. Okay. She's amazing. I never found the 12-inch. I've been looking for it for years. Mm-hmm. Never got the 12-inch. For years, it's been on my list. And um, now the uh, the kind of brief career of Gloria Ann Taylor has been gathered with five singles, I think, is on the album, recorded between 71 and 77. And um, I just... Um, it It's just... Um, she is a bit of a... Um, mystery because there's various theories i remember hearing the various theories about her when i was collecting albums like is she still alive is she not was she in this group was she in what was it called sweet something was the name of a group they were saying she was part of and she was from one place but in reality she was from another there was loads of these kind of ideas where she came from but the point is um this track love is a hurting thing you know it's just it's just genius. I mean, it's one of the most perfectly most blended track I've ever heard between a mix of a funk, soul, kind of psychedelic rock. So when was this originally released? 70s. 70s, Yeah, okay. 72, I think, something like that. All right. And uh, I think it's like, it really, it's joy, pain, you know, it's all this drama and it's just, uh, it's so beautiful. It's, it's impossible not to... Um, to get swept away when you and hear this. And this is on a compilation this right now? This is on a reissue album. I think Ubiquity is the one who released it, actually. Okay. I think. I'm not certain. I think they're the ones. And um, Well, it's on Spotify, right? Yeah, it's on Spotify now as well, exactly. So do uh, do check it out and do get the album. Like vinyl nerds out there, get it if you can. Love is a hurting thing. 
You know, kind of bit of. Uh, do you get a bit of vibe of the Barry White kind of Love Unlimited orchestra? That kind of vibe, but her vocals are like so much pain, and you know, you're just like, oh. I but it's know. very commercial, and this was well, big was, in the '70s. It wasn't very big. No, it was never very big. I mean, the 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 history of forgotten soul singers from the '70s. Yes, that's, uh, that's, that's like true. an episode yes. on its own, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. Uh, but so she, much good music. Exactly. But amongst the nerds. Who no, collected the soul music from seventies like I did, you just, know. Just I see that this one has ten thousand plays mm. on Spotify. I bet that's not a lot. I bet she no, she's not look big. very uh, old as well. No, she's but apparently she's young. still alive. That's what I heard. I don't know. I you know might be great. Mm. That was unexpected. Yeah, loved it. Mm. Um, I'm gonna go with my number two. Also, no surprise again, an artist I've been. Uh, talking a lot about this year it's Gwilym Gold mm. um, the British uh, singer mm. songwriter again I just uh, don't want to sound like a broken record it's very <laughs> like uh, tacky you know to say it's got a lot of heart but it does and it's very he has a very very beautiful voice it's uh, minimalistic mm. it's not that boring as similar artists, I believe, like Sone and so on. I think this stands on its own. I think lyrically it's profound. I mm. think very few albums apart from like hip hop albums this year I've been actually listening to the lyrics. Yeah. yeah. But this is very beautiful. It's not very unique. It's love stories. Uh, I just love the guy. Uh, I hope he gets his break next year um i see him touring um okay. now and let's see what happens like headlining or uh, headlining supporting? and supporting so let's hear a track yes i'm gonna play a track called muscle uh which i feel is very fitting to his um type of vocals Make it blue 
like a slow dance. It is, you know isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But it's got it. That I kind of like that. Yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> I like that Cluck, clacking sound. Clacking. I don't know. Number two. Okay. Louise. Not very unexpected this, but here comes the pop mogul, whatever you call it, pop uh, madness in me. Beauty Behind the Madness, as it's called, The weekend. I think one of the best tracks of the year. This is surprising. No, 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 no. The, the album is genius. It's, I can't stop listening to this album. I, However much I wanted to hate it or not go with the stream, etc. Mm-hmm. Can't Feel My Face is the most genius track. But you've it's, heard the track one I can, million I can listen times. to it 50 minutes, <laughs> but Into the Night. Um, yeah. The Hill, okay. uh, you know, everything coming, deriving from this album. I just, it's so good. I'm, I'm sorry to say, but he is like pop galore. He's coming with Rihanna next year. I might have to go, actually. I might mm-hmm. have to go and see you him. You and, um, and yeah, 200,000 yeah, teenagers. Yeah, yeah, I actually bought... Louise, yeah. who's really tall, is going to stand <laughs> out in the crowd. <laughs> I know, but I would happily do this. Shout for the weekend. It's, it's going to be weird. It's it's such a great pop album. And Bring I your have daughter. Listened. She's going to be super she embarrassed. She would love it. She would be extremely embarrassed. She would extremely have to stand yeah. on the other side and yes. me on the other. But it's a genius album. Well, um, What can I say? I'm sure you agree with me at, at I, home. I don't, I don't mind the weekend. Yeah. Not at all, but yeah. it's not... It's genius. not like. But how hard is it to make good pop music? I you know? certainly yes, it's such I agree. A task. Yes, and to give Max Martin his dues, man, he helped out to kick this one going, you know. And uh, I really think "Can't Feel My Face" was. Um, oh, it's a genius tune. Every time I hear it, I just want to get up and rave. I like Ellie Golding actually more. You if do. You're talking about like uh, mainstream commercial uh, pop right. albums from this year. Okay. That's fair. I don't. I don't argue with that one. I don't want to steal your thunder the here. The weekend does it for me. It really. Every time I hear it, I just love every track of this album. Let's play the track about cocaine. <laughs> And I know she'll be the death of me At least we'll both be numb And she'll always get the best of me The worst is yet to come But at least we'll both be beautiful And stay forever young This I know This I know She told me don't worry About it She told me don't worry guy's gonna be like reach michael jackson level i i don't think he has the charisma of michael jackson unfortunately michael jackson charisma was just, of michael jackson yeah you know the personality the child michael, minister? no michael jackson was a, was a star from day one he had the interesting ids and everything i think i think molester. the weekend is interesting etc yeah. i think he might rumored about having a bit of a destructive personality um mm-hmm. as a lot of uh you know, the, 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 the rumors are that this track was used for a, uh, I think we talked about this, right? For an iTunes 
No, spot. and I chose an Apple party event in Los Angeles mm-hmm. earlier this year when mm-hmm. it was released or just previous release. And um, of course, there were investors in place. There was like businessmen, everything. No one really thought about what the tune was about. So they play this tune, Can't Feel My Face. Yeah. And they start realizing it's about Coke. Let's face it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and apparently the kind of embarrassment in the, in the, in the venue room. Yeah. was incredible. It was just like... Okay, let's just switch to another tune. Well, it's not going to be one by the weekend because the next tune is about misogyny <laughs> or something else, you know, sexual abuse maybe. I don't know. Um, all right, uh, um, let's play num- my number one. My number one yes. is uh, ta da. <laughs> um, it's actually um, oh, this is such a sheet, but this Please is. Please tell me, is it predictable? Because I got so many predictable. My first is so predictable. I my it's not predictable no. uh, because I had such a hard time picking number one. Right. Um, because you know, like you mentioned before, I'm picking the albums I've actually been listening to, mm-hmm. and I'm also thinking like as an album, mm-hmm. it works. Yeah. Uh, and this is actually uh, late night uh, tales. Mm. Uh, with okay. Notes from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm putting that yeah. as number one. I can. Uh, because of I, I, get that. I feel that the tracks on their own doesn't really work that well mm. but as a mixtape yeah. I think it showcases perfectly what a good mixtape can do yeah. to certain tracks yeah. and I th- feel that when you look at the track list mm. there's such odd uh, picks there's not a track which is a standout track mm. uh, or like a hidden gem Yeah, it's like African beats it's his standard mm. nils from beautiful mm. pianos it's mm. not that special mm. but somehow it all comes together comes together yeah. so well and creates this not a story per mm. se but something very unique and i feel that it's an inspiration just for a mixtape compilation artist uh just to do something i mean it's not that it's professionally or like edited or faded in or mashed mm. up particularly mm. well it's mm. not that but it feels very intimate uh, it feels that you're sitting there with Nils Fromm and he's picking from his mm. like uh, nerdy vinyl collection mm. um, and I think it's very beautiful um, mm. so I ended up picking that as number one I can I can see that it's a good choice man I uh, think uh, you know I love the Late Night Tales albums and I think oh you, you do know, okay. I do I actually I, don't I, to I, be honest I've got plenty of them at home on vinyl oh you do okay of course, yeah. I, to be honest I th- you don't no I think they're sort of boring from like the case like uh, you know from the K7 is the album, really album uh, the label that releases them right mm-hmm. and um who built the name just on this concept. And I thought the concept was I so love brilliant. the concept, yes. It's a beautiful and concept. And I bought yes. everything from like, oh God, I'm trying to remember the first one, like some of... Well, there's know. like being like Air. Yeah, Massive um, Attack. Massive Attack, air. yes. I mean, everyone's done one that you used to love and it was always a good intermediate album to kind of buy yes. and to listen to late night at home, you know. And I I've tried. That. I yeah. know, but it never stuck with me. Really? It's often really? I find them quite boring. Right. It's like looking at, oh, Trent Muller is releasing a Late Night Tales. Okay, yeah, maybe I don't want yeah. I don't appreciate him enough, but um, but I think this this <laughs> yeah. really works. Just yeah. and I'm gonna play a track which isn't 
again uh, when you mm-hmm. list the tracks per track, mm-hmm. uh, track by track yeah. listing on Spotify, you don't get all of them. Yeah. What's the deal with that? I think that's a like a. I, w- I would assume they haven't got the clearance. Deal. They haven't got the clearance to release it digitally because already you got no, a label claiming the track, right? It's on the continuous mix, which is also. Yeah, uh, you can't chop on. off. You can't download a continuous mix, but you can download the whole mix. So you can then not go out with a separate... I've done albums like that where we can't include separate tracks, basically. We can just include them if they're in a mix. But how does that translate to Spotify? Because once you put it on on Spotify, it's already claimed under another label name. Oh, okay, that I get it. Track, oh, okay, you okay. Know? Uh, so I'm going to play a track which I've never heard before by Nina Simone. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Live track, don't have the name, sorry. But right. you can find this mixtape and you should. It's on Spotify. Um, or just a download. Mm-hmm. It's on vinyl as well, but it's four vinyls. Oh, and you know, yeah. keep turning and turning eight <laughs> times. Yep, I'm too it's lazy. It's an issue. <laughs> Across the morning sky, all the birds are leaving. How can they know Then it's time to go Before the winter fire Will still be Who knows where the time goes? Who knows where the time goes? Yeah. Just beautiful. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, she can't do anything wrong. Or she didn't do anything wrong, rather. No, you know, she didn't. Right. She, what no. a genius. No. What a wonderful woman. Okay. Number um, one, Louise. Ta da. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my number one. Completely expected, I would assume. Yes. Considering everyone. I know that we discussed this before. Before you get to your number one, right? I thought right? that you were gonna end up with FK Twigs and you her were. EP. Yeah. And you said that EPs weren't allowed. If I, I can, I just put this in. If I were doing EPs, I would uh-huh. have added Nombi, who I can't stop listening to. FK Twigs, Kelele. Mm-hmm. I would have added a lot of other artists to this list, but I went for the full length. As described in a contract in the legal industry, <laughs> yes. in the legal music industry, industry yeah, minimum eight Hence, or nine tracks, right. I would say. Uh, so therefore, I ended up with Jamie XX as the number one. Because if I look at the stats, where what is the album I listen to most? most you in the year? Is- 
It is in color by Jamie XX. Yes, I thought so. You know, yeah. it's uh, Jamie Smith, who is the producer, who is Jamie XX, basically. He went on a um, really beautiful journey, I think, uh, of Electronica. You know, he kind of went from... Uh, he's been making this album for six years. That's a long time, even for an electronic producer. You know, I know some people take a long time, but six years is a long time to go at it. Mm -hmm. And that you're going, it's kind of gone from dubby drum and bass to shimmery disco to summery dance hall to, you know, it's kind of touching base on all these various electronic production styles, which I really adore because it does it well yes and still very british very british yeah. of course the britishness in there is just what i love yes. you know and you know he's got people various gets members of xx he's got young thug on it but uh he's he's so confident about going about this album on his own and i really really have listened to this album a lot and each track appeals to me on this album but um the one i've chosen uh let's see which one did i chose i'm trying to think i think uh, you've chosen the first single the first single uh in yeah with roaming okay no oh yeah loud uh, loud places yeah, yeah. Loud places. I, I went you know i think that's the best track from the album even well, if it's the first single. You know, you... saying that, you know, I actually, you know, I love that. But in Colors, uh, there's a track called, in, what's the track where, um, before I say the wrong thing here, there is a track, there is also the track which is, uh, so I don't say the wrong thing, uh, Stranger in the Room. That is another, actually we should play Stranger in the Room. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's play that ahead. one sure. because I think we already played Loud Places and I went on about how much I love the sampling. Oh, but I thought yeah. well, since you played The Weekend. Yeah. Track, <laughs> it wasn't was no, was no, no stopping you. No. <laughs> no, let's go for Radio it. Louise. <laughs> okay, guys. If you haven't got the album, get it. It's the year's best album, according to me. Gonna go against you here. Mm. I think it's a 
Uh, <laughs> there are. <laughs> Sorry, I just love this. Such thing. beautiful tracks yeah. on here. There are. Yeah. I feel they would. I just missed the bit more uh, experimental. I'm a bit more fortet for me. Mm. Wouldn't. No, I'd love the fact that he went more kind of street with it you know grime drum and bass kind of stylish he's a better songwriter than fortet i think he is uh, he is i love fortet by yes. the way you know i really do but i do think jamie xx however the live show isn't great i've heard you know isn't great no, supposedly he just did a show up like in boring? stockholm that was rather boring apparently but i've heard or, the the xx is really boring live yeah so that so doesn't really kind surprise. Of exactly. Right? Exactly. Um, all right. I think that that's yeah. it. Well, wow. you know, that's the list of yes, the year. Yes, that's the list. Yes. Shit. I never thought we'd get here. Um, <laughs> and do we got to mention something? Um, follow us on Twitter, I guess. Follow us on Twitter for sure, yeah. man. Yeah. Absolutely. Just do it. Yeah. Uh, and, and uh, uh, you know, we, we'll come back with the thoughts for 2016. Yes. All the gossips on what's going to be released because oh, we got the inside news on more that More Noel quotes, I bet, next year. Oh, more Noel quotes. Um, plenty of interesting releases next year. Yes. I, yes. I'm looking forward to 2016, that's for sure. Do you want it while we're here? Yeah. Do you want, it, want me to pull up the list? There's oh you got you yeah, got, I got a, list. a few actually okay. just see if you recognize now, some my, of them. I haven't even done my work on this, but I know a couple that I'm looking forward to already. Um, let's see here, 2006. Well, these are just albums that have a confirmed name. Okay. So like Radiohead mm-hmm. aren't on here. Mm-hmm. We don't got that yet. Mm-hmm. So it's James Blake. Yeah. Um, of next course. year, Animal uh, I'm Collective. Yeah. Well. Mm. Okay. While nothing, uh-huh, uh-huh, not uh-huh. Kanye West, obviously. Yeah. Um, David Bowie. Looks like Rihanna going in 2016 exactly, as well. Yes. Yeah. Drake. David Bowie, yeah. Drake. Uh, Another daughter. one. Drake is quick, man. Uh, daughter. Yeah. Yeah. They're That'd back. Be interesting. Uh, Ty Seagal. Yeah. Not my type of yeah, thing. Yeah. Well. Mm, yeah. Okay. Savages, punk. Okay. Uh, then we yeah. got a few new acts. Wet, which is a new mm-hmm. act, which is very like hyped up right now. Mm-hmm. Div, Junior Boys, uh, Ariana Grande, Iggy Azalea. Oh. I don't think Iggy Azalea is going to survive mm. next year. Mm. I think she's too. Uh, mm. I just it was a one-off. I think. Uh, School of Seven Bells. Yeah. Uh, Mia, mm-hmm. Mystery Jets, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Gates. Elliot Sumner. Mm-hmm. Elliot Sumner. I'm going to play a lot of her next year. She's mm-hmm. the daughter yeah. of... Yeah. She's great. Uh, I don't particularly like her, but yeah. What? She's been in the making for a long time. Yeah. She's great. What's yeah. wrong with her? No, she's not that interesting. What? I, d- I don't like her. I've heard a lot of her already. So I we said it, daughter of, but, but we didn't actually say the name. It's uh, the daughter of Sting. Uh, Sting. Yes. Exactly. I've seen her... I kind of worked with a filmmaker that was very close friends with Sting and I supervised some of their films, etc. And I met her and, I, you know, even before I left London, she was coming out with the first singles. It's been in the making for a long yeah, time. Yeah, a long time. I know, I know, really I know. Yeah, I've heard and the I album. Think, it's great. Really? Yeah. Mm, yeah, they, I guess they put a lot of money. Uh, however, if we're talking British singers, uh, she's Izzy Busy. Kind of I know she's good looking. I know, you know, I know. Izzy Busy. That's the one I'm looking forward to. What is that? UK singer, open for Sam Smith. Um, 
genius. She sounds like she's got the jazzy like pop sound. commercial stuff. No, it's not. It's it's slightly commercial, but she's so jazzy. Her vocals are so. She's got the kind of. She's not Amy Winehouse, but she's bordering to that style. Um, name. I think if the what was the name again? Izzy Busy. I Z Z Y. B I Z U. Not the best artist. Name. No, I I kind of like it, and she's um she's I I Diamond. She's got a track called Diamond that I can't stop listening to. She's signed to Epic, which I like, okay. which is not a traditional oh. kind of uh, pop uh, label, you know, more jazzy label, and uh, beautiful production already. Uh, well worth looking out for, you know. Uh, let's see here: Dream Theater, Death Grips. Yeah, uh, another one. God. Yeah, they quit and now they yeah. return with another yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. The 1975 mm-hmm. Foxes, mm-hmm. Hints, Sharelift, that's in mm. Jeff Buckley. They're, oh, they've dug out. Can yeah. I dug out more tracks yeah, from yeah, Jeff yeah, Buckley? Oh, bless. I think that's, uh, mm. I think that's it. I think, again, well, we James Blake the... and Connie West and Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean, oh, of course. Obviously, that we'll we want to hear. If it's not going to be another year, we no, don't know. It's you never come. know. Never it's know. It's going to come. I heard it on the radar the other day, so I think it's coming. Well, it's been it's been and on also, the radar for a couple of months now. It's uh, well, anyway. Uh, let's see here. Oh, there's someone else who has submitted. Yeah, there's going to be another one from Kendrick Lamar and J Cole. That's been an album in the works oh, really? for a long time. Really? Yeah. Major Lazer, obviously. Well, Major oh, no, Lazer. Oh no, no, that's already out. I'm that's sorry. out already. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I also heard some bonus material. Yeah. Obviously, run the jewels if they're going to release run a third the jewels, third yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, Chance the Rapper. Yeah. St. Vincent, maybe. maybe. St. Vincent, it's okay. Back again. Well, we know Cassius is coming with a new album. Yes, that's true. Uh, uh, Interscope America releasing. Your favorite artist, Sky, Sky Ferreira? Sky Ferreira. <laughs> you love her, right? Love her. Great. Chromatics, which has also been very, yeah. very delayed. I yeah. don't really get the buzz about Chromatics, but... Yeah. That's... Um, yeah. Okay. And I think that's it. Uh, American artist, well, well, Wolf Mother, I don't we know. We got some how. unconfirmed releases as well, but yeah. What's the unconfirmed releases? More French stuff, we know that coming. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. more just, yes, that's true. Yeah. And oh, Linkin Park. I mean, Linkin Park, of course. I know you're waiting for that We're one. We're waiting for that one. Yes. Shit, oh, Santa man. Gold is going to, she's going to return as well. Santa Gold? Yeah. Wow. What label is she signed to now? I have no idea, oh. yeah, but her album is called 99 Cents. Wow, um, I would love to hear that album. The last album wasn't that good. The single no, was I know, great, I know. the album wasn't that I good. I know, that was the problem. She had all these kind of, you thought she was going to break through and it just never happened, mm-hmm. you know? But I fully agree. And I'm sure there's going to be plenty of kind of surprise releases that are going to be completely fascinating, fantastically, you know, yes, superb of that course. we never heard were coming previously, you know? For all your holiday, what, what am I gonna say? For all your holiday adventures, um, what's he saying? He's trying to find the I'm words. To find I'm the not certain he's gonna find it. Hope you're all having a great holiday season. I hope you're all having a hope. wonderful Christmas and New Year. How about simple as that? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. And, and and maybe you know maybe I think there's something to be kind of I'd love to hear. Uh, New Year's Eve kind of party lists. I'm really intrigued to hear a couple of them. You know, if you've got anything lined up, you guys are probably already starting working on it, you know. But New Year's Eve party 
list. Let us hear it. Please Send it gonna in. Play a lot of I'm the gonna weekend. play it. Take a lot I'm of cocaine. Have plenty. <laughs> it's me and the weekend. Yes. Snorting it up. All right. Years. See you guys next year. Absolutely. Cheers. Happy holidays. There's no trust